to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All Stars 2, Episode 5. We're revisiting the show. For a sec, not replacing it, Taylor. Calm the fuck down. We're just revisiting some of the major themes. With me, as always, is my... I was going to say brother from another mother. Mr. Whatever Happened to Baby J.J. Ellis. Hello, Jay. How are you? Do uh... <laughs> 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 Oh, it worked so well last week. I just thought I would do it again. Yeah. And from show business, we have the one, the only, the mayor of West Hollywood himself, Mr. Adam Salandra. Hi, Adam. How are you? Hi. I'm so good. It's what a pleasure to have me back. <laughs> well, I mean, to be, to be invited back. <laughs> I mean, to speak for you guys, I mean, it's a pleasure to be invited back. <laughs> By the way. Yeah, wow. Put words in our mouth. <laughs> we, did, we did a show with this Taylor the Latte Boy. We did uh, Shady Pines. Okay. Taylor was such a fan of this Adam Salandra. He, he messaged, he called me or messaged me the next day. Ooh. And I was like, calm down. And then, and then I went on this social media. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, Jay. And, uh-huh. uh, they were liking each other's posts and everything. I was like, what's going on here? I'm not comfortable with this. You follow nervous. Taylor T the L B has never said how much he enjoys me or anything. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really take that back. I think he has said multiple times how much fun he is. He has when I'm on a show with him and I feel the same. Joe, how many times has he complimented you? <laughs> No one ever compliments me. And here's the deal. And I'm going to say this, and I've said it again. I don't think people, I don't think the listeners pay for me. I think they pay for you, for Taylor, for Lori, now soon to be Adam. I'm just the sort of, uh, who's the guy from this, uh, shitty, shitty bang bang, or what's the name of that show? Scott Ackerman? Scott Ackerman. I'm not funny. I'm Scott Ackerman. Scott Ackerman's not funny. But he surrounds himself with funny people. No one likes... Does anyone... I'm a big Scott Ackerman fan. Adam, do you see what's happening? Right now we're on a yacht and Joe's putting some chum out for us to hop in and say, (laughs) Joe, 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 Joe. Joe." No, I will get mad if you do that. I'm I'm really not. I, you know, this came up the other day. I thought finally it had happened because whenever I go on this Discord, I talk, everyone ignores me. I could be like... (laughs) Help police murder on Discord and it's just nothing. Yeah. At first, I thought Taylor Velate Boy went on this Discord and said hi and no one paid attention to him. I'm like, oh, thank God it's not just me. But he informed me that they got, he got all these likes and hearts and stuff like that. And I was like, what? Well, I think that we're novelty, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know? I know. These, they're going to be so thirsty for this Adam Salandra. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, 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 it sort of reminds me, Adam, I've always thought about this with the drag race girls, you know, like, cause they, I'm thinking about the ones, the new ones, like for instance, season, actually we can talk about season 13, right? Sure. Like right now, the season 13 girls are just lying in wait. They can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. It, it. It must be weird to be like, I, for six months to be sitting on a secret, so to speak, <laughs> and know in six months, I'm going to be very famous in the gay world would you i think about that a lot or i think about like if you were the first one kicked off but as soon as promo starts you are pretending you are there to win and Mm -hmm. collect your fans as truly quickly as possible get those uh, booking fees a few seasons ago whatever one blair st Clair was first on um my cousin's boyfriend 
was the UPM on uh, the um, promo and for the Meet the Queens videos. Okay. And so he told me right then who were the queens were. And I would go on this Reddit and they had on Reddit, they had like of the 12 queens, they had 10 of them. But they didn't have Blair St. Clair and they didn't have Courtney Kardashian Williams, you know. And I remember going to because Courtney, uh, the Kardashian, is that name Courtney Kardashian Williams or what's her name? Mm-hmm. Calorie Kardashian. Calorie Kardashian. Oh. Well, thank you. Uh, she already had kind of a fall in Arizona, but I went to Blair's Twitter and she literally had 80 followers. And I didn't randomly creepily follow her, but I remember like thinking, this, like, she's living there, like, there's only 80 followers right now. No one knows she's on this show and she's just living her best life, waiting until, like, I think she's one of the most followed queens now because she's white and twinky. But, um, but it, it so anyway, going back to my original point is like, is that kind of how you feel right now, even though it's a smaller pool? But like, no one in Afterthought knows you exist in the, in the fandom, they don't know you even exist. I am losing sleep over it because I do know when these babies come out, my life is going to change. And so I'm sitting on a seeker right now and I'm trying Uh not to like tell my friends and I'm going to like tell everyone it's still the same old me, Uh (laughs) but it's not going to be the same. Honestly, I want you to know this is, this is my, this is the proof in the podium right here. Jay Ellis has never laughed at anything I've ever said. <laughs> well, listen to the way yeah, yeah. laugh right now. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've never heard that. This is the first time I've ever seen JL's J. turn red with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's an honor. Yeah. But yeah. Adam, you're being funny, but just wait till you have Luke Stamen, you know, writing you bizarre messages on social media and humble pie making your internet dreams come true. And, you know, uh, you know, the Dean Barney UK mad at you because you didn't say the right thing about Jimbo. Just wait until all those wonderful things. I, I honestly can't. I really do love that stuff. Um, I can't even pretend I don't. It's, I think it's so interesting to interact with anyone who, uh, Whatever the medium is, listens, watches, whatever. Even if they don't like it, it's interesting. So when you guys were both at AfterBuzz, Jay, who were the who were the Luke Stamens of AfterBuzz? Like, were there people you guys all everyone knew this person? Uh, Yeah, because there was a few people who would pop up in the chat weekly who would Mm -hmm. kind of be there regardless. But I feel like Adam with was that the same with Gay Weekly Roundtable? There was one guy I can't remember his name, but he definitely knew you. So I bet he went to. the drag race uh okay. as well. Yeah. Um but yeah there was I would say there was probably 30 to 40 people that were consistently there and when I went to DragCon they were so sweet and like wanted wanted us into like that and stuff. So that was it was fun. It was really cool. Um because I think this show has a very underrated fan base. Like I, I they get shit done and they I don't know. They're they could be sweet or they could be sour. You mean drag race? Drag Race, yes, mm-hmm. not not Afterthought in its yeah, God entirety. No. <laughs> I'm talking mm-hmm. Drag Race fans are very um, they they love what they love and they're passionate about it. That's for sure. What kind of fans were the Gay Weekly Roundtable? Like the uh, Countess um, Luann fans or something? Or what did you what? 
fan with the Countess Luann. I bring uh, it up because, you know, I'm doing this election thing. Sure. And one of the publicists was like, you know, I don't remember who, you know, so-and-so is not available, but I think I can get you the Countess Luann. Well, are you I, kidding? You need to get her. She I was going to say, is, that is a big deal, whether you watch or not. Like, oh, really? Big, definitely. She, if you were trying to attract gay people. Yeah. yeah, she's a big gay magnet. Oh, the Countess Luann? The Countess. I was trying to get like a, uh, like a Nicole Byer or like. Oh, a, that's a good one too. That's great for a different reason. Yeah, like people are loving the Countess in a make fun way, but mm-hmm. we love to do it. So yeah. Like if the Countess were there, you would show up, Adam? Well, I've already been to her cabaret, so I know it's not worth a second trip, but <laughs> otherwise, yes, I would. <clears throat> Look at Jay. Jay just gets so giggly around you, Adam. Have you all well, the had... fact that Adam went to the cabaret on purpose? The fact that anybody showed up there and bought a ticket. Where was it at? Oh, Del Campo? It no, it was at a. I can't remember, but the place on Wilshire and Western. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wiltern. Wiltern? Yeah. It was the Wiltern Act. Yeah. I just realized that that's Wilshire and Western <laughs> put together. You just realized that? Yeah. I guess I did too. I actually thought I got it wrong and I was like, wait, is on Wiltern Street? No. <laughs> Every, I thought everybody knew it's Wiltern because it's Wilshire and Western. Well, but it was I called the Troubadour. Mm. But that's Sunset or Hollywood. The Troubadour? The Troubadour's in Western Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard. We hope. Oh, sure. Okay. Well, right. here we go. Here we go. Here we are. <laughs> to get back to this episode. Or to start. We haven't even started the episode. <laughs> well, what's, you know what's even funnier is last week we talked about this episode more than we have. True, true. We've already covered it. <laughs> yeah. We pretty much covered episode five last week. We we're like, oh, my God. And then that shut up and drive lip sync. What about <laughs> it? So we continue on here. I still wanted to continue from last week. Why is Fifi in trouble? I still don't understand why it's like Alyssa's like, oh, you're that girl. I, you know, I, I heard I thought you were or whatever. I knew you were. I think it's because I think Alyssa's argument was you would never have said this to my face. Um, However, why would you say to someone's face? Here's the reasons why I'm annoyed. I don't know. I'm, I'm of course team Alyssa, but I I agree with what you're saying. I don't know why Fifi in this moment was a bad guy. But don't you think in the history of everybody on that cast, Fifi is the one most known for telling people to their face, how she doesn't like what they're doing. Well, that's a good point too. That's why I think Alyssa was mad is because even in the episode before, Fifi goes, if I have something wrong, I'm going to say it. You know that. And that's why I think that when it was, she was messy, it was messy. She was getting away with stuff that I would never have gotten rid of or gotten away with. And I think that then when you're hearing it and you're like, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's a fresh wound. So you're stepping out into this situation. And uh, I think that Fifi was kind of caught red handed and you okay. can't really, you can't be defensive. You just, she wasn't ready to take her licks yet. Fair yeah. enough. But does that mean that? Detox and Tatiana and Alyssa, all them, all the things they said in the confessional, they were telling Fifi right there in the workroom. Oh, Counselor Batanz is back. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get the grand jury. Yeah. Let me get the hung jury. <laughs> that <every project. laughs> oh, you are a drag race. Drag. Yeah. Get pretty good. Oh, my guys. Ske- yeah. My, sketch, uh, my cousin Weenie is going to be uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> what was your question? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I was thinking up of a really funny jury joke. 
My question, Jay. Mm-hmm. They're talking about this Fifi O'Hara, and she doesn't say anything to people's faces. But in all the confessionals, they're talking mad shit on her about how she's too faced and doesn't say anything to their faces. Are they telling her that to her face in the workroom? They're all hypocrites, maybe. It's just that Fifi got busted. But here's the deal. If you think about what Fifi's talking about, when would she have told Alyssa this? A lot of what she's saying was from the main stage to the deliberations. When would she, and then And then we're on the thing and we see what happened. When would she have said, hold, stop. Alyssa, let me tell you something. You're throwing them under the bus. I agree. I don't think it's a proper argument, but I think Fifi then flips it in a way that's like almost like gaslighting her to be like, well, this isn't she, when she keeps saying you're the, you're playing the victim, playing the victim. I don't know. It's almost like you can't argue your point. So you're saying, well, you're just being a victim right now. It's like, well, then tell me why I shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. But cause she does, I think what the point you're making is right. But Fifi really wasn't making that point. But here's the other thing too, to go back to a peek behind the curtain Alyssa's good friends with these producers. I'm sure they go said, just start shit with Fifi. <laughs> like, like go over there. You just, cause that would make sense. The one who's just been eliminated. Why she doesn't go after Alaska. I don't know. Alaska's the one that, that eliminated her. Sure. She not only not goes after her, she picks her for a, a teammate. Yeah. Yeah. Alyssa said straight up that she, she wants to impress Alaska. She knows that, 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 that game that she played was, she wants to, help Alaska and be back in it with her. Yeah. And think about it. I mean, if you go back to episode four, which we should have talked about in episode four, let's look at the score. I know, she, I, but if, if Alaska, because according to Alaska, she's playing that game. Let's do, I'm going to score it right now. We're going now. We're, we talked about episode five and episode four. Now we're talking about episode four and episode five. Yeah. Seems fair. Yeah. Roxy Just Andrews. Flip, flip the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Sketch. And I'm going to ask you guys for numbers. Sketch and Runway. I'm going to ask you guys for numbers. We have Roxy. It was it was Katya and Alyssa, right? No, Katya and Detox. No, in the bottom three. Oh, I thought you were saying in the sketches. Okay. In the sketch, give me one to ten, Adam, a number for Roxy in her sketch. Oh, I'll give her a five. Five. In her sketch. Okay. And so to show squirrel to five. Jay, what do you give her? Three. Three cheesecakes. <laughs> Katya, what do you give her in her sketch, Adam? Um, seven. Okay. You agree? I was also going to say seven. Okay. And Alyssa, what do you give her, Adam? Four. Four. Adam. Jay. Mm-hmm. Are we taking in rehearsal or the final edit? That, that, that's up to you. Okay, 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 okay. I'll give her right down the middle five. Okay. So that means Roxy has an eight on the sketch, 14 for Katya, and a nine for Alyssa. On the runway, the reveals. Give her a score, Adam. Who, Roxy? Yeah. Roxy was a eight. Okay. And I think she had the strongest reveal, so I'll go a 10. Oh, nice. Katya, her reveal. The Russian one with the skin and the black teeth. I'm going to give it a six. 
six. Jay. I was going to go six as well. Okay. And then uh, Alyssa with the cameras and the, all this. Jay. Two. Oh, wow. Adam? Wow. Uh, I, I stand at five. Five. Six, seven. So Alyssa has a final score of 16. Um, Katya has a final score of 16. And um, Roxy has a score of 26. So now it's a tie between Katya and Alyssa. But Katya I would have gotten the snake emoji. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I would have right. gotten the snake emoji sent to well, me if I... But what's funny is, um, going back to the earlier argument, we know Alaska wants this really badly. So you would think she would use that opportunity to get rid of Katya, knowing full well what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think she wanted it as much as she's smart enough to know about the fan base she wanted to win i mean obviously we see that in an episode or two so but um so i do agree with that and katya was in in at least fan base wise her biggest competition now just just to talk about this a little bit here is i don't that's something i've never understood alaska and trixie are perfect examples is shangela too is what is it? What is this deep-seated lack that they have that despite all the success, Trixie, a perfect example. She was way, way bigger than this show when she came in All-Stars 3. Despite all their outside success, they need that crown. What is that? What do you think it is, Adam? I think in some ways it's just competitive spirit, but I think for Alaska specifically, she was such a huge fan of the show from season one and then had to watch her boyfriend go on and win and then be compared in season five. I think for her, she's just such a huge fan of the show that the title means more than it does to everyone else. Um, The others, I don't know, maybe they're competitive, but with Alaska, I think it was deeply, uh, she came to she came with a plan and she executed it almost every time. Let's go to my best friend, my BFF, Jay Ellis. What do you think? Baby JJ is what I want to be called. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you really were from now on. <laughs> Baby JJ. Um, yeah, Adam said it. It's the title. I think Alaska strictly just wants to be named a winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Interesting. Interesting. All right. We talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, Ginger Minch, when they're talking about it, says... They should call her Cringy Minch. (laughs) No, Ginger Cringe. Oh, Oh, man. Well, I think Cringer... Jay Ellis will be with me at the Everine Improv with uh, uh, (laughs) former Egyptian... Harlan uh, Williams. Harlan Williams and Anwar Sadat, strangely, who's been dead for 40 years. Anyway... um, she what was what was she trying to say there when she said that because she, she said she contradicted herself. She said that she shouldn't have gone home, but that she, even if she would have been sent home, she would have. Stopped. I, I think the conversation went more of her asking Alyssa, "Do you think I did the worst, or do you think I deserve to go home?" And Alyssa goes, "Yeah," and she goes, "Okay." <laughs> Like she didn't have. She, oh, no, yeah, no. she was like, she was. Alyssa was like, listen, if if I was trying to get home the biggest competition, then I would have sent home Katya. And so then it made Ginger look even worse. She was like, I should quit talking then. Yeah, that that's what it was. That was like the icing on the cake. Is where she goes like Katya. If I wanted to get rid of the competition, I would have gone for Katya over you. It was. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. have horsed around. <laughs> I would have got rid of Katya. 
<laughs> we had so much fun, Adam. Wait until episode three comes out of this. Uh, trust the Duchess. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? Um, I'm doing the um the, the musical lip-sync. recap. Yeah. It just the songs make no sense. And uh, it's awful. Anyway, um, let's talk about this right now, too. And I want to get Jay's uh, thoughts in here. Uh, Because Jay and I are really best friends. But how awkward is it that Ginger keeps calling Katya her best friend? And I remember this was a thing for a while. I remember remember on on, uh, Hey Queen, Johnny McGovern straight up. She's on with Trixie, asks... Katya and Katya had to be like diplomatic about it. What was all that, Jay? Do you think it's because Katya was so popular, Ginger wanted to attach herself to that, or what was going on there? Uh, as far as All Stars two, like coming in saying my best friend. I mean, yeah. they were the two season seven queens, so maybe in the context, she was like, "You're my best friend in this situation." But do you think that Ginger meant it in life? Like, you're my best friend in life. It came across oh, that God. way, but I don't know if she did. What did you think, Adam? Uh, well, I, after, after that, um, Hey Queen interview, Ginger had to sort of address it. And I remember her explaining that I guess Katya and Ginger were together at the start of season seven because of they flew in together or whatever it was. So she kind of felt that they were close. Um, I bet it was just very uncomfy because Katya didn't feel the same way. A Russian whore and a Southern Belle were on the same flight. How weird. Hopefully they can use that to their advantage in a comedy challenge. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, was, that, was that this episode? Oh, this episode was the comedy challenge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Whole cast comes back minus Sansador Delano. I wonder how different things would have been. So, well, Roxy would have uh, had a partner. <laughs> well, in this oh, challenge, yeah. yeah, that would have been different. But I just mean, in, like, in terms of the entire season, yeah, you know, how long she lasted, who wouldn't have been there? Yeah. Hi, I, I feel Adore would have been awful in this challenge too. Party, you know. Well, that is Adore might have Adore. Let's face it, got by all that season six on her personality, mm-hmm. and this is either harder challenges, so she might have saved herself from potential embarrassment. What's so funny is Adore, I don't know if they're still around, used to have a web series, like like a very chintzy, low rent, they made on a home camera that she and her friends made in like in Azusa, where she was like this chola named Baby Girl. And they're oh, yeah. actually not bad. Um, so, uh, yeah, she's not a ba- she wasn't bad at being funny, but like it, whenever she had to be like Adore Delano, it was like, yeah, not very good. You know, uh, let's, so let's talk about this. Uh, Roxy Andrews as Roxy Andrews slash, uh, head of lettuce. That was, no, she was Tasha, Tasha Salad. Tasha Salad. Tasha Salad. Tasha Salad. And then just with the, the, the salad jokes nonstop. You know what? It was obviously very bad, but I really <laughs> loved the way she didn't like freeze up there. She was calling it out, self-deprecating, but not an, even in an awkward way. She was, yeah. uh, to me, if I was there, she would have made me feel less. Un- I, one of my worst nightmares is like bad stand up because it's just so uh, ginger cringe. But she <laughs> called her, she called herself out um, in a way that I was like, okay, girl, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. fine, really, so to speak. Yeah. Jay, what she really had an iceberg lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tasha, is that you? <laughs> it's a blue cheese to my crumble. <laughs> it was kind of sad, though, because Tasha's salad, like, she did a good job in that challenge, but it's not like Tasha's salad was an iconic. No, I remember, I don't remember at the time. I'm like, what is she talking about? Yeah, she did so, that in season five for what? Remind me what challenge was that? The children's the, the show, kids wasn't it? Show the Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Thing? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, it was it was a riff one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you to do another pun. I, I oh, you want another one? Oh, oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, hold on. Give me a minute. <laughs> she should have chopped it from her act. Top wow. salad? I don't know. Not no, good. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm, that's good. I mean, it's as great as any others. Yeah. It wasn't my romaine choice to. <laughs> okay. Knock it off, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I know. Seriously. Okay. Here we go. Um, I was trying to work in crouton, but I didn't know how to. <laughs> Do it. Uh, okay, so next, who were the first ones? Oh, Fifi and Coco. I'm oh, even boy. trying to figure out what was the idea. She said oh, she wanted to do like an SNL sketch, which is that would if it was funny that would have worked. The problem, well, there are many problems. I think I think um, uh, Coco was similarly trying to do the same type of character that she won the roast on. Um, and it just didn't translate actually well, at all. But we're seeing a thing here, which I don't know what Fifi does in the workroom where something's one way. So Roxy was going to be, you know, then, then flip, Fifi insisted on it being flipped. And then this one, and, and I don't think Coco was necessarily off to a bad start with like, why don't I bring back, I'll do stand up as Bruce cu- uh, cousin, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which probably could have been funny. I don't know how you would have worked Fifi into it. You know, actually, probably the smartest thing was to have Fifi play the straight man, a la Alaska, even though Alaska did her own spin on it. Yeah, true. Because the they were both very, I mean, although they are queens of color, they were both sort of like stereotyping. Um, I agree with what you're saying. I think to have them both be that way, it just was not. Well, also, Fifi's not Latinx. She's Filipino. And she was oh. coming on here going like. Stupid, how dumb we're gonna go to the audition, and you're like, What? Oh, I, I didn't realize that. I thought I did not know that. So, I thought she was, I got the impression she was doing like a chola, right? Oh, yeah, 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 that was the character, yeah, yeah. She's Filipino, I think half white, half Filipino. Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, and, and I don't even know where that sketch was going. And is that a real Fifi? Is the get in the car or jump in the car, jump out? Is that a real car? <laughs> What actually was that? Huh? Like I the jump the car sort of has stuck with us because she also exits on that line, yeah. but otherwise it was like, what actually was happening? It was something yeah. that she thought was either really funny or it, because there's a whole song because she actually, I don't know if it's in the sketch or at the, during the rehearsal, she goes on like a whole like rap about it, like a little mini rap that she did. <sighs> that was on the actual thing because that's when Coco says, "Let me give you a key because you can't find one or something." <laughs> I mean, it was it was Gallagher. Prop. They were doing prop comedy. Yeah, it <laughs> was like, janky. Yeah, it was like Coco just like she's like get jump in the car, jump out, and then Coco's like. <laughs> mm. Joe has a present, a gift. I love that you went to get a a prop for it. 
And then like took out a key and I'm like, where did this all come What's from? What's in that white box? <laughs> this is another, this is like RuPaul. <laughs> Stick your hand in that white box. <laughs> oh. Careful, it's dark inside. <laughs> oh. What is, is that? She, is she pretty? Anyway. <laughs> Jump in the car. <laughs> I'm not like I, I do. I think Katya says that it devolves into like an off, off, off Broadway, like two women <laughs> sketch show. And it is, I mean, I've seen worse at like UCB what? or Groundlings You've seen where worse? you're just like, where you're just like, make it stop, make it stop. The oh, only I thing that. I can argue is that they stayed in character the whole time. And it seems like they had, like they knew the beats. That's the only thing. It but just why, wasn't a good. Why thing. was Fifi pregnant? Why? Uh, I don't know. Why was Fifi pregnant? <laughs> Also un, unexplained. Wow. It's hard to believe now that we're talking about it that there were some um, holes in that sketch. <laughs> I guess there were. And Phoebe doesn't act, she does it in all her acting thing too, where she plays to like a, she's not breaking the fourth wall, but she plays to a, an imaginary person. She's like, oh, you're going to help me with my makeup? Yeah. <laughs> She knows her camera. Like, she knows where the lights are. I'll give her that. I mean, there, yeah. there is a talent. It's very Alyssa, too. Alyssa kind of knows that. Oh, God, yeah. I'm going to find my light. I'm <laughs> going to find the camera. Oh, Mr. Teacher. Girl. <laughs> find the note, girl. I've been singing my whole life, and I don't sing a cappella. <laughs> We're just gonna that the episode. I forgot that her voice. She's like, oh, my life. <laughs> Wait, I can't even do the dude again. I can't do that. What's the what's the lyric? I don't even know it. I think it's like, I'm going to find. I'm going to find my life. No, I said that as a joke of what you said. <laughs> oh, it's not important. Poor Fifi. What'd you just say? I said it made me so uncomfy then. Right, I know. Now again, reliving it. I'm so sorry. I'm trying show. to see because you know I found I found a door song, the one that was very personal to her, but it's about her fucking fans. Fans. Um. <laughs> yeah. I wrote this. I wrote that. It was I wrote, personal. This shit's personal, to me man. It's it's about her fucking a fan on the road. Oh, that is personal, wouldn't you say? I'm gonna have 2016. So, oh, she has one uh, from 2016. We see. Do you think it's this one? No. Let's see here. While you find that, I'm gonna get my drums out and some body paint and just go to town. <laughs> Light show, laser show. What's up? Supersonic. Hey, I thought that was cool. It is cool. You did really? Well, yeah. Given. But what's better, that or the Gia Gun Geisha performance? Oh, I loved that. Yeah, that's my. I think that's one of my favorite talent shows. Yeah, that was really good. That was really really good. Okay. Uh, what, what, oh, okay. So then after them were who was after that? Was it was it Ginger and Katya? Yeah. What did you guys think of that? We'll go with Adam. He seems to have a lot of opinions. It was just very um, perfectly fine. They, despite being clear BFFs, the chemistry was not there for me. What about you, Jay Ellis? <clears throat> um, yeah, they. It almost seemed too planned, or something like the the punchline was. You could see it coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Well, it yeah, seemed, yeah. yeah, like a trade show. 
like a, like a set you would see at a trade show. Like we're introducing this new, you know, medical device. You know, here yeah. here to introduce new medic medical devices, ginger cringe, and uh, <laughs> gotcha. And, and I don't know how either of them are as performers, but I would have appreciated more of like a a setup with an improv respond or like I don't know, one of them calls to the other. I I think that that warrants a little bit more like fun and a surprise. As opposed to like, it, it seems so written that. Yeah, it wasn't very fun because of that. You're right. That you're right. But I felt Ginger was like that on season seven too. It felt like on a similar challenge, it was very like, you know, written because she's an actress. And so. Yeah, she comes prepared. I think that's yeah. the difference. She's, sometimes, yeah. sometimes that could get you in trouble. Okay. Yeah. Get you in trouble. But we'll see. Oh, God. Yeah. When we move on, like, I think there's future sketches or whatever that we see that where we see that it benefits them to not be so on paper. Mm-hmm. But like Thorgy uh, sort of did herself in by being overly written in her season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The political challenge specifically. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Alaska and Alyssa on their sketch? What did you think about that, Jay? On their comedy? Um, they, I think that it was a talent and we see that Alaska says, I just kind of want to set you up for a punchline and let you do your thing, which it, Alaska totally knew what was going to kill the audience right. to me the the beast the gila monster the all of the um the calls and stuff are funny but i think this is like the fourth time we've heard beast from Alyssa in that yeah. same tone so mm-hmm. i think i it wasn't as funny to me but everybody lost it except for michelle who was giving that that look <laughs> but it was fine it was good i think it was a smart way to do it it was fine but i would actually disagree with alaska's assessment because i actually think when Alyssa's trying to be funny it rarely works she's funny when she writes personnel on the mirror or says cluff notes or says gila monster or says you know rigor morris so that's Alyssa's funny inadvertently i don't know if she is Adam, yeah. why'd you weigh in here Oh, I definitely agree with that. And I was thinking last night because it was funny, but really Alaska stole it for me. Mm-hmm. And I think I was wondering, like, I all, I always wonder this now that I've watched so many seasons, but if they took away all the laughter that was edited in, whether they, whether they were laughing or not, they could have easily made a, a, Alyssa just be like saying something ridiculous and everyone being like, okay, it's not working. Um, so I think they, I bet they turned the laughter up a little bit because yeah, it was, it's funny. And Alyssa is always funny to me, but it was certainly nothing novel and it wasn't off the cuff. Now, maybe this is something they should do more often, or maybe it was, it benefited Alaska and Alyssa, but there's also this, they had former contestants on who understand the whole thing, how that would play in front of a general audience. I don't know. But, but Adam, yeah. what you're talking about is one of Joe and my, my best friend Joe and our, my like favorite thing is if they go to commercial break, they show Alyssa going, Michelle yep. Visage, beast. And then it goes like, right. And the editing totally makes it different. So like it can it's, do absolutely whatever they want it to be. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That actually proves that right there. Yeah. But also, that it's a lie. Everything's a lie. I hate, I, yeah, we cannot get back into this again about, it's like they act like we're not going to watch the episode. <laughs> in two minutes. Like they we're going to leave and go like, oh, I guess. Wow, Michelle is- hated when, when <laughs> she, she called really her hated it. Again <laughs> Well, actually, in fairness, in fairness, she did. She did have that sour face when she called her beast, but everybody else was laughing. They did do a wide mm-hmm. shot and you see R- R- Michelle going like that. I can't yeah, do the one yeah. raise eyebrows. And you know? know what? I don't now when you say that because I don't think Michelle would actually be offended by that. She knows to be a good sport. I it's probably just she was like, well, I just actually don't think it's that funny. Yeah. Um, 
And so that might be the case. Yeah. Speaking of, let's go to the final team, Detox and Tatiana. What were your thoughts there, Adam, on Detox and Tatiana? Um, I thought I, – I think that the – my dogs are fighting. If, if anyone <laughs> wondering what's going on in the background – um, I think that detox, I thought it was funny, but the assessment of detox being hard to understand was true. Um, and, but I still liked her delivery and just the, the energy she was giving was really great for me. what do you think, Shay? Yeah, this is the team I was talking about where I think that them coming a little less prepared worked in their benefit where they kind of had bullet points it seemed like like they knew each other's name and where they met and whatever and the braces line obviously was planned but i think that they were kind of improv in between and i think it had a better flow where it's more conversational than the ginger and katya and at this point i'm comparing the teams strictly on the the challenge where i think i found that one a little bit more entertaining and the characters more fun than i did ginger and katya mm-hmm. uh i actually hated it i didn't think it was funny I didn't get what they were talking about when they were talking about how hilarious it was. I was like, to me, it wasn't much different than Ginger and Katya's, uh, except they had more jokes. But the jokes were just so on the nose. Now, granted, that's very drag, but very like, you know, Pippi Poppy's prolapse anuses or whatever it was. And they're like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. And it's like, we're going to do a funny accent and talk about anuses. Now, I will say, as unfunny as I thought it was, smart move, because you know who does think that's funny? Mama. Yeah. RuPaul Andre Charles thinks it's funny. That's, that's right. the kind of shit he likes. And that's right. At the end of the day, that's what's important. But I didn't think yeah. it was very funny at all. And the deep voice. Anytime that a queen uh, goes into a deep voice. I hate deep voice queen tough stuff. Hate Braces. It. And Tatiana didn't already done it. I think this might be her third time doing it this season. It's like yeah, what, Tatiana, she leans on it a lot this season. It detoxes uh, mouth wiggle. Uh huh. But you know what? What? I didn't mind it. And the, but but I agree with what you're saying. Rue loves it. So it's like you play up to your audience. That's the one who's sending you home. Adam, I've noticed it the past couple episodes. Adam's such a diplomat, you know. And then he goes like, "I completely disagree with you." But you're right. And you're like, I'm just going to cover all my bases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you said was completely untrue, but I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the way you said it. Yeah. What you just said has no basis in reality. <laughs> but you have a point. <laughs> and you're like, I appreciate that you've spoken all. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then let's get to the matter at hand. Um, the winners here are. Uh, well, no, it's, it's the two returning queens from the winning teams go head-to-head as Tatiana versus Alyssa Edwards. And the bottom queens are Fifi and Roxy, correct? Mm-hmm. Do they yeah. do they, do they talk to them backstage? I don't remember this. Oh, yeah, because that's when Fifi tells Tati, you know, we between me and you, and like, detox, I couldn't understand her accent either. And then, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was, you know, I am her lawyer, but I'm going to be honest with you. It was rough stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I have I, something very controversial to say, I believe. Is it about uh, the lip sync? Uh-huh. Well, you know, it's I, funny. You know, before you say it, before okay. you say it, right. I was going to say before viewing it this time, I agreed with you. And I think I know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. But I, sure I, I changed my mind. 
this this time around. Jay thinks Adam is so funny. <laughs> it's because Adam comes with this controversial hot take and we're like taking the piss out of it. Like, yeah, we know Adam. We know it's not controversial. You sure, hate it. Sure, I was like, this is going to be controversial. And it's like, okay, but before you get to that, let me break down what you're about to say. Yeah. Well, let me tell you why you're wrong before you tell me. <laughs> but good point. Yeah, but good point. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't want to deflate your balloon here, uh, Adam, but, uh, far too late. What, what, shut up and drive, which in the fandom, hands down, <clears throat> many consider to be the best lip sync in the history of the show. Yes. But you want to give us your Definitely. hot take here. What is it? I just think it's overrated. I don't think it's bad by any means, but it is. I think you ask nine out of 10 people the, the best drag race lip sync. That's what they go to. And so I thought I felt that it was overrated. And so rewatching, I was like, yeah, what are the moments where I'm like, Yes, two great queens giving a great show, but it isn't in my top ten of uh, drag race lip syncs. I can. So tell what? You. What is it? What is the greatest drag race lip sync in your in your opinion? Uh, I I don't have a top, but what comes to mind, um, and I hate to even do it later seasons because I'm such an early season kind of guy. But I thought the um, Brooklyn Heights and Evie Oddly lip sync was wild. Um, those acrobatics to, to still be able to do things with your body that shocked me on this show was. So this impressive. is not the finale. This is the one during the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they both bombed Snatch Game. Yeah. Oh dear, my voice. Um, <laughs> also, I really loved Alyssa in season five. Uh, <clears throat> whip your hair with her and Roxy. I thought was amazing. I also liked her and Coco together. Um, this one was just great. It was just a great lip sync, but I'm, I'm sort of missing why everyone, I'm always wondering, is it because it was such an exciting ending where they both got it that they say it was the best? Because otherwise it was, it was good and fine if they both win as well. But, um, I don't know. What, what do you guys think is so good? If, if you do. Jay. Uh, I, I understand where you're coming from because I have others that I would rather we rewatch over like MacArthur park or, um, mm-hmm. Coke, or uh, sorry, Raven saying, never going to get it, never going to get it. When she's pointing to all the queens like that, those lip syncs, I really have moments that I remember. This one, I think what people really gravitate towards on this one is both of these queens are really performing at a 10. Like they are in the club, not performing for RuPaul's Drag Race, but just like giving their heart and soul, dancing, giving choreography and the outfits, like it's the white and the black. It just everything kind of works great for this lip sync. Um, I enjoy it. I really do watch when I watched it again, I was like, this is a really fun one because they're pouring out their energy into this song. It's not like a James Mansfield versus um, Kamora Black hitting bang, bang where Kamora is doing like a finger gun. I don't know. Like it just seemed like they had more, they just did it. They, they really worked it out. So I like it, but it's not, it's not my top. It's not my favorite, my top one. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know. I know what you're going to say. I don't disagree with Adam. I thought he was going somewhere else. I think before this, I had a more negative opinion than I do now, but I still think it's overrated. But I will say my criteria for a good lip sync is uh, maybe stranger than other people's. Because to me, I like the strange. So um, Mm -hmm. the, the strange lip syncs are the ones that stand out for me, my favorite lip sync. So for instance, I talk about it often. Jay, I know Jay, my best friend, knows me so well. What is it? Go ahead, Jay. BFF. Latrice Royale versus Kenya Michaels. Yep, there you go. 
Well, that is, yeah, that's a classic. I yeah, but I love it for the wrong reasons. That Latrice, it, Latrice actually gave it a great heartfelt lip sync, and then little Kenya <laughs> Michaels is doing some other show behind her. So she's on some other planet. Spinning. That is amazing. <laughs> she's hearing Love Shack while Latrice is doing. <laughs> She's like, I think I got the wrong track in my ear. Yeah, but no. Her Beyonce carried over. <laughs> yeah, but also sloppy drunk Juju being Raven crying during All Stars One when they're doing um, that Robin go. song, huh? Dancing on My Own. Dancing Robin. on My Own. Yeah, I, I like definitely appreciate weird moments. I, I I get that for sure. Now look, and also I don't know if you were there, Adam, but uh, one of I think the greatest blessings in my life was being there season nine when Sasha took off the rose. I was in the in the theater. And what's funny is I almost left because I was so used to the tomfoolery from the other seasons where like the finale would be like a seven hour fucking just interviewing, you know, uh, uh, Candy Ho for 20 minutes, you know? And, yeah. and, and so when they said, huh? What I would give for a 20 minute Candy Ho interview. <laughs> no, that's what it really, have you ever been to a finale, Jane? No, I, I, I won't go. They're too and long of filming. In the old ones, it would literally be they would interview Candy Ho for 20 minutes and then they would interview, you know, uh. Even if it wasn't her season. Yeah. They just yeah, brought her they, on. They just brought her on. <laughs> what just, it's like, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> I will say there was something more fun about it because RuPaul just had no shit fucks to give and would just, I remember that at one of my favorite, same season. Uh, she just full on laid into Candy Davenport in front of everybody. You know, and so, um, RuPaul did, yeah, oh, yeah, uh huh. How Kennedy wait, wasn't Kennedy wasn't getting the question, it was, uh, oh. yeah, Kennedy. Remember when Kennedy whispered something to Jasmine when Jasmine was eliminated, or, or Jasmine whispered something to Kennedy when she left? Yeah, Ru asked her several times, What did Jasmine whisper in your ear? And I don't know what was happening, Kennedy just wouldn't give an answer. And so RuPaul was like, okay, let's try this again. And like, did it like three times, right? And then finally still didn't get an answer. She's like, okay, bitch, if that's the way you want to play it, we'll do it this way. Jasmine, what did you whisper in Kennedy's ear? And it was oh. like super. And then during the commercial break, Kennedy, I think it was still on mic, apologized to RuPaul. Said her earring got Oh, wow. Away. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, but like being in the theater when Sasha lifted that wig. I mean, that's what's even funny. Even though I've seen it on TV a million times. I still only remember my view of it and just i am i don't like sports at all but it was the closest i ever felt to being a straight guy and like literally jumping up and doing the arsenio yeah. hall fist pump which is really odd because oh, wow. it wasn't 1991 wow. but um but like yeah just like going crazy when that happened like we just i can't imagine that. being there i i still get a chill every time i watch it like it's it just was, it's so much more yeah. than it being a reveal it just it it just she's yeah. Love it. Well, it's been there for one of those moments where the show changed. That's um, for sure. You know, the show just fundamentally changed with them. Not just with them changing the format, but changing just how they do lip sync. Because now I think that's sort of the problem now is all the lip syncs, especially towards the end, are stunt shows and uh, well, and reveals. And literally, live animals. Literally killed uh, living creatures the I next year. I was there for so. that, too. I was there for that, too. We, I was with Evan. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, we were just sitting there and we don't know. We just saw her throw a ball in the air and then just keep going. And it wasn't until later that Aiden called me was like, ah, I just saw on Reddit that she was the butterflies and stuff like that. Like, Amal, is that what it was? It's like, so we terrible. don't even know. Hey, it's a, it's a, it's a classic it's a, moment now, but, but that would be a lip sync I like. 
right. because it's so weird. Like sure. Yeah. Where she's really trying. She's like lifting them and like oh, <laughs> trying to push them out. It was sad. Maybe if I toss them up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it, I miss the moment. It's watching someone's <laughs> dreams get crushed right in front of you. That's yeah, right. she's my front runner for that season. Anyway. Oh, was she? Yeah, so, I loved Asia. Uh, so anyway, what I was going to say is I, I still think it's an overrated lip sync. I, I, but I did, I was able to appreciate more of this lip sync that they, it seems seemed almost coordinated, like they're uh-huh. the, the opposite colors, the moves, but also just the type of lip sync it was. It seemed like it was a choreographed plan routine that they would have done at a club together. And, yeah. um, I can appreciate they were it. Definitely giving the same vibes for sure. I'm happy that they got a pop you know, dance song and not some like power ballad or something. Cause that is just a, an Alyssa and Tatiana special like this. Yeah. It really played to their strengths. I really, I, I appreciate this lip sync. I do love though. I do love, I don't know what, the, I don't know if they asked her to redo it or what happened if they missed a shot. When they tell Tatiana that she's made it, there's this weird slow, like. I think she just can't believe it. Like Elliot watching E.T. fly away in the spaceship. I thought yeah. she was doing like a Taylor Swift winning an award moment where she was like, me? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, really? not, but though I do think she was surprised. I think in her mind, she was like, okay, well, I'm from season two. Everyone loves Alyssa, whatever, but at least I get this chance yeah. and I'm going to mm-hmm. try, but you know. Um, so I'm sure she was shocked. Mm-hmm. Jay, I'm sure you? I was shocked. You were shocked. I just wanted Alyssa. I, I love Tatiana, but I'm sure before I found out it was a double, I was like, oh, no. It's so funny. I don't know why I think this at the time when the, the, when the, at the beginning of the episode they go like all nine queens are back, and I was like, it's always ten. I go, oh, there has to now. I well, should have known there always had it was a double uh, Shantae yeah, yeah. planned. The only nine queens. Well, because a door. Oh fuck! You're right. Yeah, a door opened the possibility for a double lemon or for a double bring back. Yeah, so they had to do a double. Uh, oh, you're right. I didn't even think about it. Oh, I thought that's what you're saying. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this I think that this was a fine way to bring somebody back into the competition. I think my favorite way that they've brought Latrice back in, because that was kind of Dick in the Soup producer, was the lip sync off. I thought that was a really fun way to change up the competition. But really, Gia Gunn earned her way in over Latrice, in my opinion. But we're not talking about All-Stars 3, 4, 5. Any of them, really. I will say All-Stars 3 is also worth a revisit next year or something like that. Because I was talking to my boyfriend about this, and I was saying... All Star Three might be the last time I ever enjoyed this show. Oof, spoiler alert! Uh oh, get off the air. <laughs> this is a rough job for you. I feel. No, I every day had to convince myself people would kill to have this job. This is a good job. Blah 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 blah. But I, it's like Emily and um, Devil Wears Prada. I love my job. I love my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be like that too. When Luke Stamen's writing to him about why he didn't pay attention to his tweet. Um, Luke. I am your father. I, I have no. I have no. <laughs> Luke has got a boner from Adam saying that right now. <laughs> yeah, he wanted you to say "daddy" though at the end. I think. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> better. Next time. All right, Jay. Any final thoughts on this episode? Have you all no, your notes I been covered? I, what? Have all you? <laughs> we covered it. Everything. I just want to reinstate. I'm happy that Adam came because this is. Two of the str- 
What's so fucking funny over there? He's just always <laughs> laughing at you, baby JJ. I know. I wish I could get you to I make find, me laugh so yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> I laugh at you the way you laugh at Adam. So my I question know. is, wow. who does Adam laugh at? Yeah, I know Adam. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to really work hard. I don't think I, I don't. Um, think, oh, there. I was gonna say I don't think I've ever seen Adam laugh, but now I just saw him laugh. Yeah. Oh, you should I'm go. I, I want to give like a a four year old plug for a Gay Weekly Roundtable because you had some really solid guests and Chandler's on there. A lot of drag. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's true. Thank you. Out. 2016 made uh, me very grateful. <laughs> no, as far as this episode though, um. I'm happy that we're doing this because I think that this was the peak of the season where we really, I don't know. I think this, these episodes were two of the strongest in the series total. All right. Very good. Adam, Just for the you? shenanigans. What about you, Adam? I mean, you know, that's why when I begged you to be on, uh, it's because I think that they're, I, it's my favorite season of Drag Race. And just because of the shenanigans, it's my first thought when I think about the season. So I was grateful to be here. Does your boyfriend like Drag Race? Mine, yes. Your fiance? Oh, he likes Drag Race. Yeah, I don't know if he would be my fiance if he didn't. Oh wow! Because mm-hmm. Paul, Paul's indifferent to Drag Race, right, Jay? Paul, actually, I've had him watch All Stars two all the way through. He loved it. Um, and then he's watched since season eleven with me, which I tell him like, I'm so sorry that you watched Silky Nutmeg Ganache's season as like your first one in. That is rough. And by the way, I would like he and I are very different. It's not like, oh, if you like something different, we wouldn't be together. I guess I almost mean it retroactively that like it's such a big part of like something we love to do together that I just can't imagine us not sharing that. It's too, the damage is done. We have it on recording that oh, you uh, will Okay. And we have a lawyer present. I don't know if you know yeah, that. Good point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot it. Yeah. I don't, if you, if you need a good lawyer to get out of this, uh, <laughs> Uh, I can help you out there, Adam. Well, I said a good lawyer. <laughs> wow. And I wow. <laughs> Joe, is there anything? Is there any other things on? Follow Jay Ellis on Twitter at still underscore jealous. That's S T I L L underscore J E L L I S. You can also follow him on Instagram at don't underscore be underscore jealous. It's D-O-N-T underscore B-E underscore J-E-L-L-I-S. You can follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast. I said I felt. Now, if you were one to sit there. I said I felt. Now, if you were.